Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation this morning is written for us in Luke chapter 2, beginning at the 16th verse. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they told others the message they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed by what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Let us pray. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Please be seated. In Jesus the Christ, dear fellow redeemed, I can still remember the joy of seeing my firstborn child. And though it's a little distant in the past, I can remember her being carried out to our car and placed in the back of our little Honda Civic and the joy of, of taking my family home. There's just a joy around that surrounds the birth of a child. Do you think that Mary and Joseph felt that way? This child was conceived out of wedlock. There was probably much societal shame attached to this, both for Mary and for Joseph. And then the baby's not even born in their house. Born in a stable, in a city that's not their own. And then they have to lay their newborn child in a feed trough. How do you think Mary and Joseph felt that day? Do you think they felt the jubilation of the Savior of the world being born? Well, regardless of how they felt, God did not let the birth of his son, the Savior of the world, go by without fanfare. He sent angels to shepherds in the field who were watching their sheep to announce the birth of the Savior. Our text tells us that after the angels had got done singing, they hurried off to find Mary and the Joseph, Mary and Joseph, and the baby who was lying in the manger. They were full of joy at what they heard and saw. And immediately they began to tell others about what they had experienced. They shared the joy. Of the Savior Jesus. 
what filled them with joy. It wasn't just that a baby was born. That happens every day. It wasn't that it was wrapped in swaddling cloths. That happens every day too. But what was the unique sign that had been given to them? They would find him in a manger, in a feed trough. Now notice that that was a sign. What was it a sign to? Well, if we go back to what Luke records the angel said, Today in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You'll find him wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. The sign of finding Jesus in the manger meant that Jesus is the Savior of the world. The shepherds understood what finding that baby proved to them. It proved what the angel said, and therefore it proved that their Savior was born. So what was their response? First of all, joy. They were overwhelmed with joy because God had intervened on their behalf. God had finally kept his promise to send the Messiah to be a savior for them and for the whole world. And then they began to tell others. The angels didn't have to tell them to do that. God didn't have to appear to them for them to do that. The joy that they personally experienced could not be bottled up. The cork had to pop. They had to tell others. If I were to ask you about how often you tell people about Jesus, what would your answer be? And if it's frequently, then praise the Lord, great, keep up the good work. But if it's not, why? If it's not, then you have to admit that's not a God problem. That's a you problem. Is it because you've lost the joy? Or at least the joy is diminished? Of the fact that your Savior was born? Is every day for you an opportunity to celebrate that your sins are forgiven through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus? Today, are you overflowing with joy because you know that your sins are forgiven? If not, why? 
what's going on inside of you that is, is damping down that joy. Maybe you need to remember again, as Paul told the, uh, excuse me, as God told the letter in the letter to the Ephesians, to remember the height from which you've fallen. You've lost your first love. I encourage you to come back to the manger, to come back to the foot of the cross. And see once again what God has done for you out of love. To see that your sins really are forgiven. You don't deserve it. You've done nothing to earn it. But God has given that forgiveness to you. Freely. And he made his son, that baby that the shepherds gathered to see, he made him bear your sins so that you are forgiven. So ponder again your, your great need for forgiveness and the great love that God has demonstrated to you. Hear again his words of love and, and see again in the scriptures what he has done for you. And may God the Holy Spirit fill you with the joy of knowing that God loves you. That you too are forgiven and one day you too will be in heaven with the angels. And there sing unendingly. The praise of the God who loved you and saved you. But don't put a cork on that joy. Let it overflow. In love for your fellow man. Tell him of what God has done for him. Tell him of this one born in Bethlehem. Crucified on Calvary. And now we're ascended into heaven so that they too may have the joy. May God bless us all and fill us with the same joy that the shepherds had so that we too can hear and see again the great things that God has done for us. Can we live every day assured that we are God's dearly loved children? But let us then be vigilant in telling what God has done for us and all mankind. To him be the glory, now and forever. Amen.